At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Shoe the Dough is recorded in front of a live internet audience on Mixler on Mondays, and you should join us there. Yeehaw! It's time to do the show. I mean, Shoe the Dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Monday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, it's Aaron and Danae. Yeehaw, Danae. Yeehaw. <laughs> How you doing? Well, I gotta do a real good one. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's right. You gotta get a little yip yip in there if you if you really want it to sound legit. That's how you. That's how you yip 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 Now you've gone into like the small dog category. <laughs> you went too that's true. far. That's true. Apologies for that. Well, welcome to the latest episode. Uh, we're gonna have a good time today. We're gonna play some Would You Rather and uh, have some fun. Uh, you know, perusing the news, all that kind of fuss, fun stuff. But I did want to kind of check in, see how you're doing, Danae. How's life? Good. Yeah? What's going on? We've made real good use of the uh, costume that we were given. We were given a little ladybug costume. Yes. When Iris was very first born, it was size 18 months. She's six months old, but she fits into it. Oh, nice. So we've gotten good use out of that. We've had some holiday celebrations we've gone to, so that's been kind of fun. Nothing like your six-month-old fitting into an 18-month-old <laughs> costume. Yeah. She's huge. <laughs> How was your costume? How was your costume? My costume was a um, a fail. I okay. feel like it was a fail this year. Right. Which I should say I don't normally dress up. Two years ago, I went to my brother's uh, costume party, and I just happened to like be at a hobby store, and they mm-hmm. had like a little kit that had you know cat ears and a cat tail, yeah. and a cat mask, and I was yeah. like, okay, that's I'll be a cat. Sure. I'll... So that's what I did. I haven't used it for a couple of years, pulled it out, and then I made a little sign around my mm-hmm. neck that said Tom. Oh, there you so go. So I could go as a Tomcat. Nice. So it was super easy and simple, but no one knew what I was. Oh. There was one old guy that Tom knew. Tomcat. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, not a common phrase anymore. <sighs> Apparently. So I felt like, man, I should have thought about that more. I I wanted to dress up like as a burglar, like put a little mask on uh-huh. my eyes. Be cat burglar. Maybe cat burglar. Yeah, that would that would be people that got would've that. Would have been really good. Maybe carry a cradle around with you. Cats in the cradle. Be cats Man, in the cradle. That, that would have been smart too. Yeah. But I didn't do any of those things. You could you could on your sign wrote uh, S U P question mark. What's up, up, cat? So be cats up. Oh. See. I should have called you. <laughs> you are the one. That's right. If re- you ever want a pun. <laughs> You know who to call. Yeah, you're like a it's wealth. Not, not a mystery. You're a punny Come wealth. Uh, my weekend was really exhausting. Lots of travel. Uh, went to our yeah. old university where my son's going now. And For the, uh, like homecoming, uh, homecoming festivities yeah. and that kind of stuff. What and, was it like? No, it was great. Got to see him perform in the choir and the band and the marching band. And Was it emotional? He's having such a good time. It, like it was a little emotional, like sure. My little boy all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> it was well part of it is because he's he you know he lives in the same dorm that I lived in as a freshman in college that my dad lived in as a freshman in college you know what I mean like there wow. is something interesting about the like the heritage of it all is he in so the same room did you guys like make your mark on the wall he's near. somewhere I, I don't have a brain for those kind of uh like Memories. memory things like I just don't hold on to that information but I think I was on the third floor and he's on the third floor so I mean it could be but did you leave anything like in the vents to find no, the future? No. The only thing I the only thing I left that is gone now. There was a desk in the lobby of my wife's dorm, uh, and back in the day, get this, we didn't have smartphones to mess around on while we were waiting. So I would go over there and wait for her, like to go out on a date or something like that. And I would sit at that desk in the lobby, and I would open up the drawer, and there was always a pencil in there, and I would write the date. I started off, I wrote, you know, Aaron Dicer is waiting for, you know, Jennifer. And then I wrote I wrote the date. And then every time I was waiting, I'd 
you know, write another date. And so this desk has a list of like all these days that I was waiting to go out. And then at the, uh, the day that I proposed to her, I wrote the date and I, I wrote, it was worth the wait. Oh, so it's probably no. in a junkyard somewhere now, but that's so cool. And it's not like I had a camera to take a picture of it or anything either, but, but it was, uh, maybe somebody it. got, maybe somebody got a nice smile out of that, but, but Jesus saw it. <laughs> that's, that's right. He did Danae. <laughs> Jesus saw it. That's right. Oh, memory. That's so sweet. Well, you ready to shoot this dough? So emotional now. Yeah, do you need to cry a little bit before we do this? <laughs> nope, I'm good to go. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, as mentioned, are going to play some Would You Rather, but first, from the corners of the galaxy, well, probably just this world, we take a look at news so that we can talk about it as we peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Desk Trasher. Yeah, whoever you are, you should have taken a picture and posted it on right. Reddit and said, help me find this couple. <laughs> That's true. That is the kind of thing that, that would happen today, isn't it? Yep, it should be. All right, why don't you kick us off? I was really fascinated by this article. Um, there was a ship that had two Hawaiian women that were rescued after being at sea for six months. Whoa. Their ship got damaged and they were at sea for six months before they were rescued that's a long time to be lost at sea. They were only supposed to be gone 18 days. Yeah. And they had their two dogs with them, too. And the dogs and the women survived. Okay, good. Yay. They eat their Yay. dogs. Yay. Yay. I was really scared where Yay. this was going. Because, you know, if you're on the, the, the ocean for six months and you're only planning 18 days, I'm guessing food is short. Yeah. They left Honolulu on May 3rd, and they were supposed to go to Tahiti. And it was supposed to be about an 18-day trip. And then um, their storm a storm came and flooded their engine, which destroyed the engine starter and also destroyed the mast so badly that they could not generate enough wind power to stay on course. So they tried to return. Um, in June, they were about 726 nautical miles off of Oahu, but they wow. couldn't make it to Oahu. And so and nobody um, knew they were there. Nobody knew they were. Did anybody know they were gone? Like, I mean, was anybody like aware, waiting for them? Anything? Do you know? I don't know. Whoa, um, they that were is scary. It's really scary. Um, there was a Taiwanese fishing vessel that found them at one point in time and started towing the sailboat, but it just kept damaging the boat. Um, so one of the girls paddled over to the boat, got up on the main boat, and used their system to call for help instead of the one that they had been using before. Oh wow. And ended up getting the uh, attention of the USS Ashland that came to their rescue. Cool. And, of course, they were really excited when they saw the naval ship. Man. What was interesting, too, in the article that I was reading, and I found this on USA Today, by the way, um, and in the chat, yes, the ocean is terrifying. Mm-hmm. A story is like a nightmare on mm-hmm. so many levels. But what's really interesting is that when the Navy arrived, they went to investigate the ship to see if it was salvageable. Like if they could just patch it up and then they'd be on their way. Right. But they realized it was not salvageable and they couldn't get it onto their own boat. So it was just abandoned at sea. And these two women are like, we hope someone finds it and can like, you know, get it back so we can get back out there on the adventure again. I'm thinking I would never do this ever again, ever. I wonder um, how many ships are abandoned at sea. I, probably more than you would ever yeah. even imagine. But um, It's a big place. The ocean is really big, guys. Yeah. Well, that was part of it is they put out, they were sending out distress signals so much. And you would think in this day and age that there'd be no way we can't be found. Right. But they just, they weren't found for six entire months. Um, One thing that I also, the last thing I found really interesting was you're thinking about them being gone for 18 days. They they lived for six months at sea. Um, The, one of the ladies said that they attribute their survival to the veteran sailors that are in Hawaii who were told them all the advice they could give them before they got on the boat. Mm-hmm. And one of them was to pack. If you think you're going to be gone for a month, pack for four months. If you think like however long you think you're going to be gone for. Like food and supplies and all that. They said every inch of your boat, every single inch of your boat, pack it with food. Wow. And so they did what they packed their entire boat, filled with as much food as they could possibly get on the boat. And that way, when they ran out of dog food, they started sharing their rations with their dogs to keep their dogs alive. And they had gone through 90% of their food 
when they were rescued. Wow. So they were getting to the point where they're like, we may not make it. I, man, I just, I don't even like thinking about that kind of stuff and those kind of decisions that you have to make. I just like the, the, the decision to feed the dogs your food when you don't know when you're going to be rescued. Yeah. That's a hard one for me. Yeah. It's a really hard one for me. And yeah. it's, it's hard to think about, you know? Yeah, I'm I I'm very happy it worked out the way that it did. This is why we don't go into the water. <laughs> this, is, this is reason <laughs> case number 1572 <laughs> not to go. Why the ocean is not a place we go. That's right. What's yours? Uh let's do this one. Um 2017 World Series enters all-time elite Due to alleged juice balls, uh, this is an interesting one for All, me. Wait, hold on a second. What did you mm-hmm. say? You you said words that went yeah. something like sports something <laughs> elite, and then something. I about, don't want to talk about sports. And then something about some balls. Yes. Yeah, you caught most of it. Okay. <laughs> they're hitting. A, they're hitting a whole bunch of home runs. Okay. And they Who? think. It, and they think it might be because of the balls that they're using uh, are different than the other balls. But both teams are hitting. All these home runs. Is this based it's on me- the the game last night? Yeah. So the Which, game when we when we recorded this, it was recorded on Monday, so it was on Sunday night. Yeah, game? it was game five. Okay. Uh, game five happened last night, and uh, there were they've hit a total of twenty two home runs in this World Series. The previous record was twenty one, and there could be two more games left. Like it's just crazy how many home runs they're hitting. And of course, the game yesterday was one where like one team would hit a three run homer, and then the other team the very next inning would hit a three run homer and tie it up, and it just kept going back and forth and. It was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. And even though I know you're not a like a sports person, it's kind of one of those moments where even like non-sports people are, you know, starting to like hear the buzz about kind of what's going on at the World Series. So, and I know your husband's a sports guy, so Basically what I hear you and my husband saying is normally there's nothing going on but boring. <laughs> But suddenly there's non-boring things happening. That's right. That's, that's, <laughs> so those of us fair. who get very very bored are less bored. That's right. It's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, so they, I think it's because of the ball. Did they did they just change what they're made of? Or? I don't know, but they're talking about them being slicker. Like uh, the pitch, one of my favorite pitchers of all time, Justin Verlander, because he played for my Tigers for most of his career until this year. Uh, he says that they're they're a little slipperier. Like when when they because they they do like signings of the World Series balls, you know, to give away oh, yeah, for yeah. posterity, those right. kind of things. And he said he can he can tell that they're you know they're coated the, like the, yeah like when he tries to sign them with the sharpie that it like slips off and it's hard to you know to write so it's probably because people who made the balls have dogs they play with the dogs and they're all <laughs> slobbery from that. no today I think they came straight from the factory but uh, but other pitchers are talking about how they're harder to throw and they're harder to you know get the the movement on them that they they like to get on them so. Huh. Were they talking about it before this really popular? Game? Yes, oh, yeah, okay. they've been they've been chatting about this for a while. In fact, this has been such an interesting because you would think, oh, this one game yesterday was amazing, but every game has been incredible. Like game and when you game can two see happened it from the moment that the new material was put onto the yeah yeah. That, I mean, it's over the well, whole yeah. series that they've had twenty two home runs. So huh. in five games, that's more than four home runs a game. That's crazy. Cool. <laughs> Today's like. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> it is interesting. That's fascinating to me that you change the equipment right. and that affects the game, which it makes sense. It does, but, it, they but do that why would the they bats, do that? Right? Well, you can't. I mean, well, if the if the pitchers can't grip the ball the same, mm-hmm. then it might be more difficult for them to be aiming. You know, if they right, just got exactly it down it. to such a science, yeah, exactly it. Yeah, but now they can't do that. Right. So it kind of changes everything so the question is do they go back to what they were doing before well but understand they've they haven't admitted this yet this is just the players speculating and everybody speculating like the mlb hasn't come out and said yeah we actually changed the surface or put a different coating on it or anything like that so everybody's kind of waiting to hear like are they going to admit that they changed them are they going to deny that they changed them like i don't think they've come out with any kind of official statement so, well, at least it's something that's across the board. It's not just like one right. team is doing. Right. You know, There's kinda, an affairness issue right, here. Right, right. Because then um, I'm sure it would be like a huge. It's just a consistency issue, right? Sure. So, and you can imagine how that would be frustrating as a pitcher, especially when you have, you know, it'd be like being a bowler and going to a bowling alley that didn't have enough oil on the lanes or something. And you're just like, 
you know, this changes how I how well I can do, right? So yeah, kind of. If if you no one believes you too, it's even worse. Yeah, You're like guys, <laughs> the balls are slipperier. I, I they're promise. Slippery. They're slipperier. Mm-hmm. They're slipperier. Slippish. <laughs> <laughs> the balls are slippish. They're slippish, you guys. That's that's Denise headline. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is a Japanese company that created a smart fork that cancels out no- noodle slurping noises. <laughs> a smart fork. This cracks me up um, because it seems really ridiculous. But something to kind of, of note is that in Japanese culture, when you slurp a noodle, like like you make that noise, mm-hmm, yep. it's not offensive. But like in Western culture... That's really offensive. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that too. Like like eating noises in general are almost uh, polite in uh, yeah. Eastern cultures. Even like belching and things. Yeah, it's like yeah. a compliment. Right. Yeah. But over here, not so much. Man, I was raised in the wrong right wrong corner of the world. So um, basically, there. Okay, so they, there's a term for when a Westerner eats noodles and is offended by the sound. It's called noodle harassment. <laughs> No. There's a no. And there's a word for it. Uh, I new, really feel like we should save the word harass, harassment for important things. <laughs> new hurrah is is the word in, okay. in Japanese. But anyhow, so there's this Japanese company that invented uh, like the whole like instant noodle th- thing. Anyway, right. When you slurp, it's supposed to aerate the noodles, so they don't want people to stop slurping. So what they've done is they've created this fork, and if you'll just imagine a like a huge battery pack, mm-hmm. and then a little fork utensil stuck in the end of it. Nice. Okay. And what happens is when you bring it up to your mouth and you slurp, uh huh. There is a highly sensitive microphone, like a chip, mm-hmm. that's in the fork that hears that sound, and and to combat it being offensive, the noodle harassment, it sends a signal to your smartphone, which has an app on it, <laughs> that then plays a noise like a. To cover the sound <laughs> of the noodle slurping. <laughs> oh, man. I thought this was so funny. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would be in Western culture. Like, what's something that, that we do that would be offensive to other cultures that uh, we would have to have some technology to fix? High-fiving. Is high-fiving offensive? Let's just say so. Oh, you know, there are hand signals. Right? Like the peace sign. If you give the right. peace sign wrong in other cultures, you know. So it would be like the equivalent of. Like something you would wear de- on your wrist. wrist. It would detect the peace sign signal. Yeah, and then shock you. And it would. <laughs> so that your fingers would contract right away. <laughs> I love this app. Danae, we could be rich. Oh, uh, what's your next one? <laughs> Uh, let's go with, uh, the butter shortage in France. Uh, France land of croissants finds butter vanishing from shelves. Uh, I don't know. This just cracks me up because butter is such a big deal in France. Yeah. And it's becoming this thing where people are making runs on the grocery stores and people are hoarding butter and because of, you know, butter shortage in other countries are using it. So France, by the way, if this article is correct uses three times as much butter as the United States. Yeah, they do. Per cap, I should say per capita, because uh, obviously the U.S. is a giant country compared to You could also France. say per croissant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that blew my mind, because you always think of the U.S. being like the, you know, throw the butter on everything and the southern cooking and, you know, that kind of stuff. But France, well, man, like, they love their butter. It's like 12 pounds of butter and one croissant, right? Like they just... <laughs> It's, oh man, croissants are so good. I know. Put oh. a little honey in that butter. Woo. Maybe go to like Cheddar's. You ever oh, like a Cheddar's croissant? Their croissants are so good. I think good. I know what I'm doing for lunch today. All right, let's write off as a business expense. <laughs> That's right. Let's wrap the show up and get over to Cheddar's. One of my favorite things was they actually have like uh, comedic posters that are showing up around town that say things like uh, the butter shortage, please. Um, uh, margarine is not the solution. You know, there's <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Don't go to oils. Yeah, yeah, taking it very seriously. Man. Well, right now I'm glad it's kind of a joke. I think if I think if I knew that butter was not, if I went to the store and I could not find butter mm-hmm. for an extended period of time, I feel like I'd start to panic a bit. Yeah, they they are a little bit, but I think they're, they're realizing they it's okay. Figure it out. I think butter is on the way. I was reading uh, a headline, I think about the same thing, because it was, it, of course, I didn't read in in depth, 
But it was also like that they're very stubborn about increasing the price of butter. And that's mm. been part of the problem is that it costs money to make the butter, but they don't want to pay the additional cost. Yeah. So it's like well, it's gone up. It's it's gone up by five times the cost of butter has. Whew. So yeah. But well, that's supply and demand, right? Supply I mean, and demand. If you want your buddy a croissant, you gotta pay for it. Yeah. Um, mine is not as jarring as butter being gone forever. Wait, I had a, a joke I wanted to make. Oh, <laughs> if you gamble on the butter shortage, make sure you bet against the spread. Okay, continue. I don't understand what that means. It's a, you have to understand gambling, but it's really funny. Just know it's really hilarious. <laughs> Do you want me to laugh? Yeah, yeah. You want to try it again? You want to try it again? I'll try it again. I'll try it again. If you're going to gamble oh, on... <clears throat> all right, all right. <clears throat> if you're going to gamble on the butter shortage in France, don't forget to bet against the spread. <laughs> Is that good? That was great. I'm really trying I feel very laugh. confident <laughs> that that joke landed. I had to pick between two articles. One was a visual... And then the other one, not as visual. I have a visual one for my last one. So, well, maybe we'll just do a quick visual one. We'll, okay. we'll do an extra one today or okay. What if we have the same visual one? It'd be one? amazing. Then you, really can do your hope... other, then you can do your other one. Do you want to do the visual one now then? Huh? Yeah. Okay. If it's the same one, just do the other one. Okay. Go so here's about a giant earthworm. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, man. No, no it's, not, it's not a giant earthworm. Uh, well, that I'm, sounds amazing. Well, then I get to do both of mine anyway. You do. I didn't say that. That's because I'm in charge. All right. Tell us about the earthworm. It's just this giant earthworm. Was all right. Moving on to the other story. That's six and a half foot tall. Long. It's as, I was going to say tall. As tall. As you. It's as, <laughs> as tall as you are. No, it's, it's, like, long. it's, long, it's long. As long as I am long tall. As long as you are tall is what I mean. Because <laughs> a, a six foot tall earthworm, like a little stubby. No. Tall, it's like like sliding yeah. across the ground I'm six feet tall. Flashback to Tremors. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those worms were six sh- feet tall. Let's not talk about but those But they were worms. also like 50 feet long. This is a genuine, like, ge- this is the biggest earthworm I've ever seen. So, um, but everything is crazy when you're in Australia. So when there's heavy rain. It can't be an earth. It's going to be a different species. It can't technically no, be it's an, an earthworm. Earth. That is not an earthworm. It is. That That is that it's- is disgusting. <laughs> Looks like somebody pulled it out of a toilet. But it is not an That's earthworm. An earthworm. Yeah. No way. Yes. That is the girthiest worm I have ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. I know. That's why it's so visual. That thing is like half, half dollar maybe. It's called the di. The Digaster longami? Long, okay, so it's not, it's not like a, a typical earthworm. It's, it's a its, its own species. species. Yeah, yes, okay. Yes. That makes but me feel much earthworm. better. It is an earthworm. They burrow deep into the earth, and they only come to the, the surface yeah. when it uh, with rain. And there's I mean, that's heavy, longer than most snakes I've seen. And there's heavy rainfall. Well, and it's just, it's so weird looking because it's just, it's an earthworm. It's not an earthworm. It is an earthworm. It's a girthworm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's yours. <laughs> Stole that joke from the chat, by the way. Oh, Thanks, did BDD. You? <laughs> that's uh, good. All right. Let's uh let's do this. So this is my visual one. I would encourage you to look it up, but I think we can appreciate it even just talking about it. Neural network creates photorealistic images of fake celebrities. So this computer network, you okay. know, the called a neural network. I don't know what you know the distinction is, but basically took uh information about people's faces and how they look and created these completely photorealistic pictures of people who do not exist that look like, you know, like celebrities or whatever. So like, I'll just, I'll just show you one. I mean, there's like hundreds of these pictures. Like this is a person who has never existed. Well, okay. And that's just, it's a picture of them. Like it's incredible. It just blows my mind that a computer could just be like, that doesn't look like a Photoshop. No. And it's, and it's not, and it isn't a Photoshop. It's an actual completely made human being picture. And it's just the. This it's not is just based on anything. Yeah, just yeah, just the face, the head, or whatever. But they can now make up fake stories about this fake person. Yeah, it's just it. It blows my mind. Here's a few other. I'm not going to play the video, but you can kind of see. It's just like it's just it looks making kind up people. Of like they're taking existing celebrities and like face mashing them. But they're not. But they're not. They're just okay. whole cloth. It, <laughs> that is fascinating. Uh, yeah, and I'm just like you know this is. You know, because you you hear people talk about like um, actors having their images saved and used in movies, you know, after they're gone or whatever. And, you know, entering a world where computer generated uh, actors are going to be more and more of a thing. And then you think about, well, you don't even need to hire actual actors. 
You could computer generate an entire person and never have to pay him anything. Like, it's just, it's mind-blowing where entertainment could go. You do have to pay the people who made the programming, though. I mean, like, those right, people. Right, sure, Okay, yeah. okay. Those artists need yeah, but to get paid. But no longer are the days of. Hold on, do you hear that? The actor being like, I need $20 million. Do you hear that, Aaron? What is that? Somewhere, somewhere right now, there are, there are people that are working in CGI who are applauding me <laughs> for demanding that they get paid well. Can you hear them? They listen to our show. They do them. deserve to get paid well. They really do. Um, but that was amazing to me. I I highly encourage you look up how realistic these fake celeb photos look because it's kind of blowing my mind. Okay, my bonus one is that Google has vowed to drop everything that they are doing today and fix this one thing. Do you know what it is? Uh, they have one thing to fix? Yes. And they're dropping everything today to fix it? Yep. Um, I mean, if I'm going to guess serious guesses, I would guess it had to do with the new phone. With the the Pixel twos, it does not. Um, this trumps the Pixel two. Uh, some sort of search result that's coming up wacky. Nope. Hmm. Do you like? Is this fun for you? No. You mean, you I mean, sure, you? it's fun. You want me to continue? Get, go excessive one. earwax. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Their emoji of the burger has the cheese as the very bottom thing instead uh-huh. of it being on. The patty. <laughs> That's fine. And the internet blew up when they figured it out. <laughs> and so there's all there's these comparisons to Apple's version of mm-hmm. this. And then they've got the Google version. Yeah. And the internet blew up about how <laughs> cheeseburgers do not have cheese resting on the bottom bun. Listen, that is a preference. And you so, can't say that. And so Sundar tweeted, mm-hmm. we'll drop everything else we were doing in a dress on Monday. I just want to let everybody know that that's that's the emoji really good. will be fixed. Although I have to say, I find it a little discriminatory. What do you mean against against bottom cheesers? I've never met a bottom cheeser. You've never met a bottom cheeser. I guess it's not a conversation starter either. <laughs> there is a there is a really good theory behind bottom cheesing. Basically, what happens is when you bite into a burger that has the cheese at the top, there's a lot that could happen that blocks your ability from fully experiencing the burger because the cheese will stick to the roof of the mouth, those kind of things. But with a bottom cheeser, you're allowed to bite through the burger first so you get the moisture of the I've burger. I've never even seen a bottom cheeser. <laughs> but I feel like you're lying about it. I'm not. This is this is very important. In fact, many people, when oh cheese is put God. on the top of the burger, they'll eat it upside down. I'm not kidding you. They'll turn the burger over because they, they, they like it on the bottom. Well, Samsung's has it going... Tomato, cheese, lettuce, bun. Mm-hmm. Tomato, I mean, the tomato could help if you like tomatoes, but for those of us so who don't like tomatoes. that one you could flip over and you could taste mm-hmm. the burger first. But a right. bottom cheeser, you couldn't do that. I feel like you should tweet him. <laughs> I feel like you have today to make your case for That's the bottom right. cheeser. That's right. And then it's over. Then they'll drop everything to switch it back. Right? That's right. Okay, very nice. So let's peruse the news for today. Thanks uh, for listening. I to feel it. like we're getting a lot of support for bottom cheesing in the chat. Are we? Yes. So I feel like it should be a hashtag bottom cheeser. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Before we go on to our Would You Rather game, we want to make sure we thank our Patreon supporters. Yeah. This is an incredible group of people who uh, take funds out of their own world and shovel it our way. Their, their own funds out of their own world. That's we should specify, you know. They might be getting in other ways. We don't know. Well, that's true. We don't know, but we don't recommend it. And if we did know, we would give it back to whoever's it belonged to <laughs> to begin with. I promise. Glad you, I'm glad you clarified that. I just that. want to be there for you. You're keeping us right. It keeping re- us clean. It really is humbling to see the support come in. And thank you so much. $3 a month is where it starts. It supports the entire podcast network. And in fact, if you do support, there's lots of fun perks. But the main one that I often think about is the dedicated podcast feed. So even at $3 a month, you get your own podcast feed with all of the episodes of every podcast on the network. And I'm going to mention the $10 a month level because we're going to be sending out the end of the year gifts to our That's Patreon. Right. Supporters soon, and if you're giving it ten dollars a month, then we're going to be sending you a gift, and we'll be sending emails about that soon, and we'll also be telling you what it's going to be this year. Also, yeah. so we kind of try to do something nice for you guys. So thank you for your support at Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/slash Studio DNA. Consider starting at three dollars a month if you want to get a Studio DNA gift. 
make sure you give it $10 a month. And there's other levels there as well. Um, and also keep watching your Patreon too. If you're somebody who already supports us, we have um, been working behind the scenes at updating a lot of what we are doing here in the studio since we've been expanding and getting more help and getting more podcasts. So soon we're going to be rolling out a whole bunch of new stuff. Yeah. So just keep watching it. We work on it all the time. We're very dedicated and excited. And part of that, actually, most of the reason we do that is because we know we've got your guys' support. So yeah. thank you. You may have seen the new logo. And if you haven't, you can see it at the Patreon site, patreon.com slash studio DNA. So now it's time for Would You Rather. Would You Rather. Now, here on Shoe the Dough, we do things a little bit differently when we play games. This is not just asking a simple question. This is us not only asking the question, but then we have to agree on the answer yeah, we before do. we can move on. And sometimes that leads to some really awkward discussions. And of course, if you join us uh, in the chat live, you guys can let us know which one you would rather as well. So we will give the answers. If we disagree, you'll hear this. <laughs> However, if we agree on the Would You Rather, you'll hear this. So, just a little audio cue that helps you know what's going on. Who's going to start, Danae? Uh, you can start, Aaron. Oh, but what if I'm not ready, Danae? Well, then I'll start. <laughs> That's how that works. All right, would you rather constantly have a 40-pound weight on your shoulders? Okay, 40-pound weight on the shoulders. Or constantly have 10-pound weights on each of your feet? 40-pound weight uh, distributed across my shoulders or a 10-pound weight on each foot? On Yeah, so t- 20 pounds total, but 10 on each foot. So 40 on the shoulders or 10 on each foot? That's correct. All right. I'm going to take the 10 on each foot. That's exactly what I said. I think it's the obvious choice, right? That it's feels less weight. that way. It's half the weight. It is half the weight. Why would it matter? I mean, like, I get that you, you know... Can I tell you, too, as somebody who is now toting around a 20-pound six-month-old, actually, she's like 22 pounds now, I think, yeah. or, or more. Yeah. And she is a hefty child. <laughs> um, I, When you have that much weight on your shoulders or like you're, you know, holding yourself up or something, you can really do some crazy damage. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some structural issues with that that I think if you have it on your feet, you're, you're avoiding. I'm a massage therapist, and structurally having weight on your feet is better but also like i'm losing feeling in two of my fingers on my right hand oh that's not good danae i know danae that's a bad thing you shouldn't lose feeling in your extremities this is not a i know it's because i've i've got my muscles are tightening up that they're it's nerve impingement wow so i've got like this muscle that's just like cramping on around my nerves so i've got to like Get in yeah, there and work it out. I'm like feeling all the achy parts of my back right now. Thanks for this discussion. <laughs> I'm just like, I got to straighten up my posture. It wouldn't really be great to have extra weight on your feet, but I already, I have extra weight on my feet now because I've also gained weight from being a mom mm-hmm. and having a baby. In your feet? Well, I feel it in my feet. So uh, I feel like I would, it would just be easier for me to distribute it to my feet rather than my shoulders. No, I think feet's the absolute right answer. Did you do you know the percentages of what other people said? Seventy three percent of the people agree. Yeah, yeah, I think yep. that's a, a pretty good one. What's your next one? Or what's uh, your... my first one? In any given situation, would you rather? Now I'm going to give you a warning here. Okay. This one's a little dark. Oh. Just so you're you're going to have to put yourself in a, a rough situation here. Okay? okay. In any given situation, would you rather be the first to die or be the last to die? Right? In any situation. In any given situation. So the situation is not clear. Other I'm than, first. Other than everybody's dying. So you want to be the first to die? I think so because that means that I will be eaten and not have to eat them. <laughs> oh, no. Aaron, I, no. I initially thought, yes, I'll be the first to die. Uh-huh. Because, but, yeah, you get it over with, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. And then I thought, if I'm in a situation with loved ones... I don't want to do that. To, like I, you know, I'll be, the, I will be you the need to one. Be the rock. Yeah, I'll be the rock, and I will fight all I can and, and do everything I can. And I don't know why we're eating people. Did you say I don't any know. situation. <laughs> I went to worst case scenario. <laughs> this is what I do. I guess I hadn't considered cannibalism. <laughs> Maybe I would sacrifice my meat for them. I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I they could probably survive off me for a while. It's possible. So. Yeah, man, if it's a cannibalistic situation, I guess that does change things a little bit for me. Yeah, plus if you're the first to go, then mm-hmm. the situation's over. No one else, like if I'm the last to go, I've just killed people because I chose to be the last one. 
You didn't kill them, though. Sure You're not I in did. charge of this situation. But if I die first, then they can live. Maybe they all survived. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, they all live because I decided to check mm. out or whatever. I don't even know if it's a decision thing. All right, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you. We'll really? die first. Yeah, we'll die first. That is super dark. Yeah. But how how did the... 57% of people say they will be the last to die. Wow. That's really I close. Think, I think that feels more sacrificial to me, but you brought up some good points. About cannibalism? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what do you got next? Okay, would you rather have 300 horses or have a car with 300 horsepower? What? I see. This is where my not my lack of knowledge about vehicles is going to come in <laughs> very harmful for me. Because I don't even know what 300 horsepower would be like. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad. Um, The question is between horses and a car. I'm taking the car. I don't <sighs> even care about the strength. Horses is the answer. Well, tell me, tell me why. I ho- love horses. They're so pretty. <laughs> I love horses. All right. Well, in order for me to, to get on board with you. 300. Do you know how, you know what that means, Aaron? That means you are broke. No, like those you're horses super are going rich. To-, <laughs> to take care of them, the amount of money that you would have to have amassed to have a ranch and land and uh-huh. assistance to help them all. And just think of all the times you could go horseback riding. You could go horseback riding 300 times a day mm-hmm. and switch every single time. <laughs> You could be in so many parades. You're not convincing me. Really? Being parades is a positive? Sure. <laughs> a parade of horses? Oh, just imagine. I think you're living in a fantasy world. Yeah, I don't that's... think you're I don't think you're really considering this question. This question... I think you're considering the idea of what 300 horses looks like, you know, frolicking in a field. But that's not what it would be to have 300 horses. Mm-hmm. And how would you get anywhere? On horses? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> 300 horsepower would be a decent uh, size engine for a small vehicle. Like a Toyota Camry. Yeah, something like that. So I'm definitely going with the car. You'd rather have a Toyota Camry that depreciates in value than caring for 300 living creatures? Yes. <laughs> oh, come because on. Because they are constantly depreciating my value. No, they're like, not. They're, I, how are you feeding 300 horses? Because I'm apparently super <laughs> wealthy. I'm just saying, it's like one of no, my- No, you're not. This is a would you rather. It's not saying that you have the means to buy three. It's saying, okay, you're mm-hmm. going to be giving in your situation right now. No. Danae Hughes, right now. No. You're either given 300 horses <laughs> or a car with 300 horsepower. Are they tiny horses? <laughs> no, they're just horses. Because if it's in my situation right now, I don't. I can't care for them. I would have to take a car. That's what I'm saying. That's depressing. But it's the truth. But if 300 horses came with Here's what it thing. would take to care for them. No, but they don't. That's uh, not in the question. That's true. And 300 it's horses. Sad. And 300 horses. Think of it this way. you would They would suffer because you couldn't take care <gasps> of them. No, I know. That's why I wouldn't take them. I'd right. take the car. We'd take the car. See, I knew I knew, we, I knew, you would get there eventually. You just don't have the resources for that many horses. When today. I picked that question, <laughs> I was hoping beyond hope that you would agree. All right, we'll move on. That's super sad, though. Um, just so that we know. Let me, oh, where did my... Where did oh, my you want little... the percentage? Mm-hmm. All right, let us know. Um, 71% said they would go with horsepower. The car. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the right answer, I think. <laughs> Uh, all right, this one's kind of... Uh... Hold on, just give me one second. I gotta <laughs> let this visual go of... I have this rolling hills and this land that I've always dreamed of having yeah. with my friends. And all these beautiful horses just, like, you know, roaming and, like, running over the hills. Yeah, I and, know, I know. And, like, it's just beautiful. It's probably... Sorry. Okay, I'm letting it You're go right, now. Let it go? I'm ready. All right, we're going to do, for my next one, a uh, Halloween-themed Would You Rather... Okay. For a $2,000 reward, for a $2,000 reward, would you rather stay overnight in a haunted asylum or go on a scary but broken roller coaster? Yeah. <laughs> a broken? Correct. Stay overnight in a haunted asylum. Okay. Go on a scary but broken roller coaster. I don't know that I would go on a broken roller coaster. That's that. So are you saying you'd stay like in the asylum? Two thousand dollars, and then you die because it breaks on you. So you're saying you'd stay overnight in a haunted asylum? 
I don't want to. But <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my answer. Yeah, I think that's okay. the right choice. Okay, good. Let's move on. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't want to think about it though. Risking life uh, in limb, although it doesn't say uh, stay in a supposedly haunted mansion uh, asylum. It is a haunted asylum, so that is a little freaky that it's actually haunted. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming I'll survive. Probably means that somebody is is hired to woo in the night. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in hauntings. Do you? Somebody's hired to woo in the Ooh, night. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. Like, sounds like a job description for a prostitute. <laughs> hired to woo in the night. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like, I do. I they, do. They have a chain that they drag across the floor. and. Uh-huh. But it's actually haunted. It's not fake haunted. There is no real haunt. But in this thing there is? Just, okay, hold on a second. So we are allowed to go into imaginary worlds because <laughs> no, that's what this... we're going back to the horses. No, no, no. This is not. This is what the question is giving you. It's telling you it is haunted, but we made the right decision. We're good. We made, we're getting $2,000. We're staying in a haunted <laughs> asylum. We're, we're going to be fine. Everybody's going to be all right. We're using that $2,000 for some uh, counseling. <laughs> that's right. After the that's haunt right. experience. How uh, many people? 59% chose the asylum. Wow, we've been in the strong percentage this time. Yep, except when I followed you on the cannibalism. That was the only one where we oh, went yeah, with yeah. the minority. But <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's because they, they didn't weren't thinking. They weren't thinking it through. They, yeah, they weren't all, thinking yeah. about the cannibalism. They're like, oh, old age. They weren't thinking about the six foot six guy who could provide sustenance <laughs> for, for everybody else in the mountains. <laughs> uh, my last one is, would you rather ride in a hot air balloon or a hovercraft? A hot air balloon or a hovercraft? Uh, oh, that's that's easy. Hot air balloon. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> absolutely. I so thought you would choose hovercraft. No, hot air balloon is the right answer. I feel like I feel like a hovercraft would be slightly boring. Yeah. Exactly. And I also was thinking about how they go over water. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Right, and but that's I'm the only cool thing about that. a hovercraft is you just go from land to water and then back yeah. on the land. You know, like there's nothing. I mean, other than I'm riding on air. Right. I, whatever. But they're really loud, too. Like, yeah. you can't even talk to your neighbor. Right. Now, who wants to do, like, some sort of all-terrain experience? A hot air balloon is cool. I've like, never been in a hot air balloon. I haven't either. I would love to do that, though. I think it would still be enough, like, of a adrenaline rush, like a little scary. Oh, I would be, I would be scared out of my mind. Because it just, it's just you in the open air. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. And in one misdirected bird piercing uh-huh. You're just, From death. You're, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that I would want to do either. But yeah, and my center of gravity is so high. Like I, I need a, I need a big bucket. I, oh man, that would be tall scary. walls. I need tall walls. I would want to be like, we're not gonna go over this height, right? Like, <laughs> I want a hovercraft yeah. in an air balloon, only so high off the ground. <laughs> but I think the view would be incredible. Oh yeah, and and again, the noise thing I think is really cool too, because when you, when you fire it up, like there's some noise, you know, the or whatever. No, it's more Darth Vader than hot air balloon. But um, but yeah, but when you're just when you're floating, it's just the silence and the beauty. I think that would be absolutely amazing. I'm loving the comments in the chat. Yeah, well, what, what's that? Uh, um, the have you not watched the Jackie Chan movie where the hovercraft drives over the traffic? <laughs> uh, a lot of love for hovercrafts. Um, in fact, most people, eighty percent, choose what? hovercraft. No, we are in the incredible no. minority. At no, twenty percent said. Air balloon. What is it? What is it? What's the thing about a hovercraft? <laughs> Somebody's gonna have to explain to me. It doesn't sound cool at all to me. I guess it's just that you can go all terrain. But uh, who cares? I remember watching a video. I don't even know. This is uh, this is just so funny to me. I think that when I say it out loud, it's gonna be super lame. So I apologize <laughs> in advance. But I remember watching a video of hovercrafts when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So they were like old school hovercrafts. They were not cool looking. It was basically like an inflatable tire yeah. with a gigantic fan on the back. Yeah, that's what they are. And it sounded like, yes. and it was like the people inside were like, this is awesome. <laughs> but um, I didn't know if they were any better. And maybe that's why people. Maybe. Were, I don't know. I, not... I did think it was cool to watch it on television. I thought that was pretty neat that mm-hmm. you could just go from one to the other. Like ride the ducks. <laughs> I was going to say, just get out of Branson and ride the ducks. You don't even need a hovercraft. Uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going with, uh, man, 80% went with hovercraft. Yeah. I am so confused right now. Who, who are we? Well, apparently we are air balloon people. That's amazing. We are Toyota Camry air, hot air <laughs> balloon. Uh, so you don't have another one? 
I just did three. Did oh, you maybe do more? Yeah. Well, I mean, we usually do five. Oh, well, let me continue to <laughs> multitask. Okay, what's, what's That's fine. We one? can just do my last two um, as our as our final two. That's fine. Uh, okay. Would you rather? <laughs> no, I got one. Oh, you got one? No, no, I don't. That's bad. I'm sorry. Would you rather be named after a car or be named after produce, like fruits and vegetables? Would you rather your name be named after a car or be named after produce? I feel like cars have more unique names. Okay. You've obviously never seen a um, mm-hmm. fruit with uh, a unique banana. name. <laughs> banana. Banana is a unique name. No. <laughs> this is my son, Grape. You know? You just... This is where, like, Starfruit, uh-huh. maybe, like, if my name was Star, that'd be kind of a little unique. But I mm-hmm. love unique names. So... so what's your answer? Which would you rather? Which... Car. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I just I by the way the name the name of the the person who submitted this would you rather mm-hmm. Toyota Lettuce? <laughs> That's what that was. I thought that was funny. Eighty percent of people agree with us. By the way, they'd rather be named yeah. after a car. I just there's not a lot of fruits and vegetables that sound like a cool name. No apple. I've heard. Yeah, I've before heard of apple. apple maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that. If really, it was what are you like, gonna go if it was with? like fruit and spices, then you can see maybe. Well, yeah, like you got spices. ginger and yeah, all kinds of cool. Yeah, things. rosemary and and salt. That you know? salt is the best. <laughs> I saw that movie. And friend Pepper. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I said Peppa. I think Salt's friend's name was Peppa. Actually, there are so many unique car names. Yeah, which car name would you go with? Volvo. No, just kidding. Nope. Nope. An awful now that I've name. heard it. Nope. That is an awful name to uh, me. Producer of... Phil, <laughs> perhaps <laughs> one should edit that part out. Nope. Nope. You're stuck with that. Uh, no. It was just the first thing that popped into my uh-huh. head. Sure I'm it is. Sorry. I'm just saying. No. Is, the we nicknames you would get out. on the playground. Oh, that is not no. okay. Oh, man. We're moving on now. <laughs> so we, you, you're like, we usually do five. So I just went back to the website, uh-huh. clicked on go, and yeah. it's, would you rather swim in a pool of poop or get your head stuck in an elephant's butt? <laughs> So I don't think we should answer this one, but that's why I laugh so much. You asked the question. Of course we're going to answer it. <laughs> no. You can't you put a would you rather no. out in the universe and not answer it. Swim in the pool. No. What? Swim in the pool. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? No. Think of the alternative, Danae. No. I was just, I just wanted to reference it because I laughed so hard All when right. I read it. I didn't think that would, would you actually- rather rule 101? You do not state a would you rather without oh, saying no. which you would rather. Swim in a pool. Yeah. Swim in a pool. That's right. It's oh, swim man. in a pool. 40, 50%, 54% agree. 55, 56. Why, why, why is it moving so quickly? 63% is where it landed finally. Would rather swim in the pool? Yeah. Yeah, it totally makes sense. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I, I apologize. I've learned my lesson about how this game works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your last one? Uh, I've actually got two more. Um, do you want me just to do one or you want to do them both? Whatever. All right. Let's do them both. Would you rather never be able to hear your favorite song again oh. or never be able to watch your favorite movie again? Oh, that's easy. What is it? Movie. Yeah, I agree. Now, most people would think maybe because I'm such a movie person, I'd say, you know, a uh, song. But I, man, songs are like, if you love a song, you can listen to it a million times and it moves you and it means something to you. A movie, it can still mean something to you and move you, but you've kind of been there, done that in a lot of ways. Like songs are so much more replayable than yeah. movies, I feel like. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd more hate to lose my favorite song Me than too. my favorite movie. Yeah. Um, we're in the minority on that, by the way. What? Yeah. 51% say they'd rather never hear their favorite song again. So sad. Sad for those people. All right, we'll finish on this one. Would you rather slam your hand in every door or fall down every flight of stairs? Oh. Slam your hand in every door or fall down every flight of stairs? Oh, no. Okay, I feel like it would be slam hand in door. That your choice? I think that's my choice. Why would you rather slam your hand in every door? Because in my mind, uh huh, 
I would have a loving group of supporting people in my life. <laughs> okay. Who would remove all doors. No, you you still have to go through doors. Sometimes. Sometimes. But uh, but I feel like my family would eliminate doors from their life. Well, that's fine for your family, but how are you going into businesses no, and other buildings? I, I, I rec- and- I recognize that my hand will hurt then, <laughs> but falling down a flight of stairs every time—yeah, that's life-threatening. But let me let me let me say something. Elevators. Okay. Do you really have to live life with stairs? Could you possibly live the rest of your life never walking up or down a flight of stairs? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter. Okay. You live in a house with a flight of stairs, Aaron. <laughs> There's no elevator in your home. You would fall down the stairs every day. No. I have an outdoor door to the backyard <laughs> from the basement. So even in the winter, even in the ice, you would... I'd walk around. Okay. I it's can better see. than okay. slamming my hand in the door every time <laughs> I go through our front door. Well, and think about cars have doors. That's they do. <sighs> There's a lot of doors. So many doors. Oh, scary, scary. I think you're right. Going with the stairs. I think I'm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's Whoa, the wrong. Hey, this, no, hey no, I'm no. confused. No, What's I changed happening? my mind too. I'm sorry, Danae. I went to your side and you went to mine and we're still, but wait, hold we on. still disagree. Are escalators considered stairs? That's they are not. They are not. Because what are they considered then? Escalators. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to walk up or down them. You well, stand if they on break, them. If they break though. Well, then you'll find an elevator. I guarantee you anywhere where there's an escalator, there's an elevator to ride. And if not, every time... No, listen. If not, you just don't go up. You would. You can't, because once you go up, you'd fall down. <laughs> It'd be this never-ending... Ending loop. <laughs> if an escalator were stairs, but it's not, so we're good on that count. Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. This podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network, and you can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme that you hear at the beginning and end of the podcast. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters as well for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at three bucks a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more information at our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash studio DNA. Hey, please subscribe, rate, and comment this podcast at your podcast player of preference, especially if it's on iTunes, because they use it to promote shows, and it would be a huge boost if you could leave a comment there. Uh, and, of course, anything else you want to say, ideas for the show, things like that, you can email us, feedback at shoethedough.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.